0: Bang on half past two on the DRS. Every sports fan loves picking their best all-time sides. It's the stuff that occupies hours of discussion long into the night, often over a couple of beers. 100% agreement never reached. But it is, I reckon, a great way to spend some time. My good mate, renowned rugby writer, broadcaster, journalist, editor and producer, Jim Kayes, has put his neck on the line and chosen his best All Blacks team, his book, New Zealand's Greatest 15, 75 Legends of the Game, is out now. Jim kays is with us. How are you, mate?
1: I'm oh, really good, thanks. I'm really good. You're dead right. It's what we all love to do, uh, isn't it? And, and it's not quite my 15, it's my 75. I picked the 75 players, so five in each position, and then uh, through Sky Sports, the breakdown show, we had... Um, Ken Laban, uh, Ricky Swinnell and Grant Nisbet, who are voices of Rugby on Sky, and Phil Gifford, they whittled it down and they they came up with uh, their favourite in each position and then we went to the public to have a vote. And if there was a, a toss-up, we had Sir Graham Henry come in and decide. And he had to decide, where did he decide? Um, Centre, uh, right wing, uh, blindside flanker and one of the props, I think it might have been when he went for Ken Gray. Um, okay. So yeah, it's not, my my team is very similar to the one that's been picked, but I would have had two changes in there.
0: All right, I'm going to read the team out so people know what was decided upon by that panel of experts and then the uh, the rugby public. So the team they've chosen as the greatest 15 is Tony Woodcock, Sean Fitzpatrick and Ken Gray in the front row. Brodie Retallick and Colin Meads locking the scrum. Loose trio of Michael Jones, Richie McCaw and Zinzan Brook. Aaron Smith at halfback, Dan Carter at first five. Ma'anonu and Conrad Smith teaming up in midfield. Jonah Lomu on the left wing. BG Williams on the right, and Christian Cullen at fullback. What were the no-brainers here, Uh, Jim? I guess McCaw was a Uh, (laughs) no-brainer. Who else? McCaw was a no-brainer. Aris Smith was a... uh,
1: Look, the person who got the most votes of any other of the players was Christian Cullen, uh, by a long shot. More people voted for Christian Cullen than for any other player. Uh, Richie McCaw, Dan Carter, they were absolute obvious ones. Jonah Lomu was another obvious one. Um, both Ritalik and Meads got overwhelming support from, from, from everybody uh, very mixed in the front row, the public went for Kevin Mialamu, actually that's one I went for Kevin Mialamu, the panel had all gone for Fitzy uh, and um, Graham Henry picked Fitzy there was a bit of confusion around Blindside Piney which is probably obvious because you know, if you look at the, you know, Jerome Kano, he was a magnificent Blindside flanker, the public went for Jerry Collins uh, the panel had gone for Michael Jones, because you have to have Michael Jones in your team. You, you know, what do you do if, <laughs> what do you do you with Michael Jones if you don't shift him to blindside? And he, he started 19 test matches for the All Blacks at Blindside Flanker. He was the blindside when they won the series in South Africa for the first time in 1996. I think he has a legitimate uh, claim to, to Blindside Flanker, and he was just a magnificent player.
0: What about at number eight, Jim? Because Zinzan Brooks there. I guess my mind yep. goes to Buck Shelford being my era, and a lot of people will go to Karen Reed.
1: And I'd also put Mary Mechstead in there too, uh, and and of course Brian Lahore. Uh, they were the five, uh, and then Mix dropped off for the voting. Uh, you're right. Look, they are all all magnificent players. What was interesting for me was Laurie Mains, who's been in the news a little bit. Uh, Laurie Mains, who didn't pick Zinzan originally in the interviews that I did with him, said that he quickly became convinced that there was nothing in the game of rugby that he could ask Zinzan Brook to do that Zinny couldn't do. And and I think you saw that with the drop kicks. You know, he nailed three of them. Uh, one of them, that spectacular one against South Africa. He was just phenomenal. I saw him in a game for Auckland against Bayer Plenty. Someone kicked the ball through. Grubber kicked it through. He trapped it like a footballer. He put both feet together, flicked the ball up into his hands and threw a cutout pass. I just, I just went, you know, you just sit there and go, wow. He did that in the game of rugby. Not just mucking around on the training field. In the game of rugby. Um, so, yeah, I, look, <laughs> how do you decide? And that's the great thing about it, isn't it? We could have picked, you you and I could pick four 15s, Piney, and all of them would be magnificent, wouldn't they? Uh, and Absolutely. that's one of the great things about it. You know, you look at halfback. So we, it was overwhelmingly Aaron Smith. With David Loveridge, everyone talks about Trapper's test against the Lions at 83 uh, you know, Sid Owen was magnificent. Just a master of all of his critics. He was a he was a very very good All Blacks halfback. Um, you know, we've had some uh, label. we've had some great halfbacks, great halfbacks. But boy, oh boy, he was uh, overwhelmingly the favourite, Aaron Smith.
0: What about on the right wing, Jim? You've got BG Williams there. What about, <laughs> yeah. what, about J- what about JK? What about our greatest Test try scorer of all time, Doug Howlett? Yes, yeah, so Doug Howlett got the popular vote. Um, I think one of
1: the things that comes through Piney is that you are. Uh, as a, as a, when you decide, you are influenced by recency and also by what you grew up with. So I, yep. I, I was a young fella in the 1980s and 1990s when Auckland were in their pomp. So for me, Michael Jones, Joe Stanley, um, John and you know Zinzan, Brock, Fitzy, Gary, Wetton, they they were my players. Uh, so I would have probably gone for Olo Brown at tight prop, for instance. Although when I researched Ken Gray, what a heck of a player he was. But for me. Very difficult to choose between J.K. and Jeff Wilson. You know, I covered most of Goldie's career. What a magnificent player he was. Again, you look at 96, that, the chip and chase. You know, he was so good. But for me, it would have been John Kerwin on the right wing. That's because I never saw Brian Williams play. But when you look at some of the old footage of him, he back-heeled a ball in the test match, spun around, picked it up off the bounce and went away and scored a try. <laughs> you know
0: Incredible. and also yeah. if
1: we're picking if, if, if it's the greatest 15, what defines greatness now we had to have a bit of a chat about that um, longevity obviously, success obviously, uh, changing the position perhaps in the way that people perceive the position as well, but I think you can you also can, bring into it for an all black the impact that you've had off the field and, and let's not forget Brian Williams went to South Africa in 1970 as an honorary white how disgusting, mm. you know? He, he, he hated that phrase, but he said to me the other day he really wanted to stick it up South Africa because of that, and he did do that. He was 19 years old when he was thrust into that cauldron of politics and, and everybody looking at him, and he handled it so well, and then his contribution to the game, you know, huge. So I don't begrudge picking BG, but I was finding it very difficult to pick between Jeff Wilson and John Cohen and I would have gone for John Kuhin. and Likewise, I would have gone for Bruce Robinson at centre. I never saw Bruce Robinson play, but Brian Williams said to me, "Piney, if you as a winger, if you weren't on your toes, Bruce Robinson embarrassed you because he was so quick off the mark, and then he'd look for his winger, and if you weren't there, you looked like a fool." Mm. Uh, everybody I spoke to said Bruce Robinson was magnificent. I was very surprised uh, that um, because the panel picked Bruce, the public picked Conrad Smith. And Graham went for Conrad Smith. I thought he might have gone for the old fella, but he didn't. Mm.
0: Who, one final question for you, Jim. Who, who do you reckon is the hardest done by? I mean, there's probably a lot, and we've talked about a lot of people who haven't made this team. Who, who's the yeah. hardest done by?
1: Well, I think Wilson and uh. Um I think Jerome Kano. Magnificent player. What a magnificent player he, he was. Uh, He's only just retired. And I think also, um, I, I've got two, and one of them is a bit controversial, I think Sam Whitelock, perhaps. Gary Wetton was a magnificent lock. He wasn't popular because, A, he was from Auckland, and he had a personality that ruffled feathers and people didn't like. Mm. But he was big, mobile, uh, successful, Debut against South Africa in 1981. He was everything you wanted of a lock at his in his era, and he played for more than 10 years. Um, I I thought Gary Wetton was a magnificent lock. I would not have picked him ahead of Ritalik or Colin Rance, but just shows the depth that we have in, in some of those positions. So I think there's a few in there that probably you'd go, well, if you're picking another 15, that would be your first names, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah. So where do we get the book, Jim? Where do we uh, pick it up?
1: Well, because it's in a slightly sort of magazine y format, you can pick it up at lots of places. So bookstores, BP, service stations. Uh, countdown, pack and save and, and superettes and places where you might buy a magazine. It's I think pretty well priced. It's fourteen dollars ninety. It's um you know if I can if I can say so I've had a lot of really positive feedback from, from lots of different people. So people seem to like it. it uh, looks good and, and I'm really, really chuffed with the product. And Piney I'm happy to give a few away mate. Uh, why don't we give five of them away to um to callers?
0: Absolutely love to do that, Jim. Thank you mate. We'll do that right now.